Welcome. Welcome to Family Karma Cast. Welcome. Sorry we're a little late this week, friends. It's been it's been a week. <laughs> yeah, it's been a it's been a week for sure. This is like I don't know. I feel like this always happens in the early part of the year. Like January is like you get back into it, but it's like still a little bit slow. And then February's like full steam ahead. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely feels like red yeah. roadrunner um, territory. Definitely for both of us. Right now. But I do want to talk about our Patreon. Oh, yes. Yay. Part of the hustle. Because <laughs> our Patreon right now is in full swing. It is. And, and if, so fun. if you're not there, you're missing out. You're missing out on a lot more Bravo content mm-hmm. and a lot more commentary. And it's so cheap. Yeah. It's cheaper than Starbucks. I actually went to Starbucks yesterday before class and I got a tea and it was more than our monthly Patreon. <laughs> Wait, tea was more than $3? It's yeah. literally hot Tea's water. It's really expensive. And a tea I bag. I know. It's, it was really... And it's interesting because like Starbucks puts two bags in. Oh. Which I think is a little aggressive. <laughs> yeah, because then you also... I find that then my tea gets oversteeped when I get it from there. And then I, yeah. I only drink like part of it. So my friend was making fun of me because I always take out the bags. No, that's what I you should a couple- do. She's, she was like, oh, I always let them steep. I was like, oh, no way. I take out the bag after five minutes, even when I make it at home. Yeah. So that that being said, um, we have a fabulous Patreon. Yeah. You're going to get four additional episodes of family karma cast which is called thirsty 30 on there and i have to say for those who are like oh well i'm only interested in bravo and family karma stuff we we do additional family karma comments we do and we cover the shows and i just saw the intro for the new vanderpump and uh sheena shea was not in a waitress outfit and i was just like okay well i guess she leveled up a little bit yeah she's still working the at the, i mean i've missed a season no, or two so i don't know what the hell is going on so she's <laughs> not she's definitely not from the intro um and so we're covering all that and Jersey's pop culture coming back. and i i love when we talk about things that we're walking watching too like and giving recommendations because mm-hmm. I learned good stuff from you that I can be watching oh and or reading and or listening to or whatever so um I do want to sh- say the new little Yachty album I've heard it might be the best album of 2023 you know and it's only February on KGNU really yesterday Really? Who's I wonder who said that yeah the new little Yachty it's like an is, independent album it's like a it's, totally different sound. It's it's just a genre shifting. Yeah. I mean, like, I didn't really know his stuff before, and I came across it, and I literally listened to it from top to bottom. Yeah. It's a complete album. And it's, for those of you who don't know, I work at a community radio station, and I'm the music director there, but we're, like, not about the commercial little Yachty but we're all about the, oh, like hope. independent did you, did underground in? little yachty. No, well, I just got back to my job after maternity leave, so I haven't put any music in lately. But the DJ, who's great from Denver play yesterday, it. played it. He was like, "Yeah, total departure. It's incredible new sound." Yeah. And I was like, "This is it little sounds like Wish You Were Here" by Pink Floyd. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. He has Mac DeMarco on there. And, you know, I just he love a pivot like that. I love it. Yeah, we love someone who just like sees what what they can do and just kind of stretches those boundaries yeah, and does it well, no matter if it fits their like, quote unquote, fan base or not. Yeah. And the production value, I mean, the t- production value, of course, is high because you can tell like rich. he had a lot of <laughs> because he's he has a lot of support from his uh, record label. But just the sound is so nostalgic in these ways, but so modern. Yeah, totally. For those of us who like, like, for me, Pink Floyd was just formative years. <laughs> anyway, we talk about all this stuff. And we talk about Bravo and Miami's great. And oh my the God. reunion looks are beautiful. And we're going to talk about all this stuff. So $3 a month. Yes. To hear more content, please family karma cast with a K. I, I just want to say that like, our Patreon, in addition to getting the extra content, like you are supporting 
this small but mighty podcast that we run here that we do out of the love of our hearts <laughs> for mm-hmm. family karma and supporting that community. And so um, I, I want to shout out to the patrons we do have. Um, you guys are awesome. You really like you really float our boat. <laughs> yeah. And to do more housekeeping at the beginning, I do also would love for you all to rate and review. Yep. 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 Our podcasts, wherever you get our podcasts, we have a lot of older listeners. And when I say older, not age wise, ones that have been with us from, from you know, day one. for the last three years. And then ones that have gotten on board. And so just rate and review us because it really helps with, I don't even know what those things are called where it pumps you up. It kind of like makes your podcast more visible, I think, to people yeah. who are browsing or looking for different content. Um, so yeah, it's really helpful. And um, yeah, I mean, we are, we are one stars, month away from three years of this podcast. Wild. Yeah. That's wild. All right. Let's talk about this episode. Um, it was, you know, it was a highly anticipated episode because of the tease of this Venetian Fort Lauderdale (laughs) boat ride. There was nothing more (laughs) as someone who is Italian. There was nothing more shocking to me than when the gondola captain opened her mouth and that accent came out. I, I was I was sh- my jaw dropped I was like I don't even know how to respond yeah I just this is far from an Italian experience no she was definitely not my idea I mean I'm, and kudos to a queen who's going to cash that check and just bring that gondola down to Florida and absolutely do the experience <laughs> the that is like such a Florida well like when we think of yes. everything Florida, that is it's so, like, and I think like there was Disney, a motor on it. It's like a Disneyland attraction. There was a motor on it. Of course she was. Yeah, there was a motor on it. There Absolutely. Was a, and there were two captains. Yeah. Like this was not, I don't understand. Like it's just. Okay. But that being said. Falling short doesn't <laughs> even. <laughs> it, when you fall short, you're on the track, right? You're on the course. Yeah. But okay. But this wasn't even, all of this was not even on any course. It was not on any course. It wasn't anything. It was like, why are you doing this? Like, and I want to say that I, people have been saying that he's playing you. He's playing you. He's not playing her. I'm seeing the fiddle. Uh, I'm seeing the fiddle and I'm seeing the boa. Is that what it's called? A bow? I don't think he's playing her. I think he... I'm seeing the instruments. I'm not saying the fiddle is like ringing and playing music. (laughs) I'm uh, I'm seeing the instruments laid out like a Wes Anderson film. You know what I mean? How he lays out everything and like a perfect and the sheet music's there. Is he playing? Is the fiddle being played and the sheet music being used and the bow being used? I'm I'm not sure. The pieces are in place. I don't think his attention. Like when I think of someone playing someone, I feel like there's like a lot of malicious intent behind it, kind of. Or like you get played though when you expect yeah a you're engagement right, right. and someone makes excuses of why that is not yeah when when you want something and someone does a confessional that you don't want it yeah at that moment yeah. that to me is <sighs> controlling someone else's narrative okay I'm I'm now beginning to see the instruments is that and rude? the bows being picked up. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm Again, moving picture over. the Wes Anderson, like, like it's all laid out in a perfect to introduce the scene. Yeah. Now is it being like, I just think yeah. he is both convincing her and himself. Yes. It appears. Yes. I think that's what I'm trying to say is I feel like, I feel like they're just not on the same page. Like he thinks that she thinks mm. something. She thinks that he thinks something. Yeah. I mean, I think Monica's been pretty clear about what she wants, so he's like blatantly ignoring that a little bit. But I, when I tell you what this the tease of, and I have something else for you, Monica. This is so crazy. And not like I don't want to say crazy, but and the fact that he calls it dealcoholized wine. <laughs> Who wants that? But can I'm like, can you just say non-alcoholic what does that even wine? Mean? Like the fact that he even said. The wine 
the like what it was incorrectly like rubbed me the wrong way. I was just like everything about this I, moment is not it. <laughs> so are we expected to think that a motor I'm getting back to the motor <laughs> the gondola the motor's chugging the gondola motor's chugging up to <laughs> up to the dock the, the the little pier that or whatever they're on yeah. and it's like I mean you can see in her eyes yeah she was waiting and like that's when you get played and I'm sorry it's like I know there's different kinds of playing but like they're there was some there was some playing like And you know how Rishi was like I think she'll feel she would hate it if like this is where I did the proposal. I'm kind of like maybe she would really love it. Like maybe she doesn't care where she's you on do. camera and she's conscious of the cameras there and that this proposal will be filmed i don't think she'll be upset no and also I, when you're throwing everything at her like de-alcoholized wine rose petals your bags a motorized <laughs> gondola and you're not throwing a ring i know i that's also the wes anderson intro shot like the motor the gondola the dior bag oh my god i can't help but compare monica and anisha a little bit in their journeys to get engaged and like, I think Anisha's the type of vibe where she's like, you have to, like, if if Anisha got proposed to on a gondola like that, she would be upset because she wants it to look and feel a certain way. She wants to control it a lot. I don't get that vibe from Monica. Mm. I think Monica really just is in it to, like, get engaged. And, like, it could be on a street corner. Like, it could be anywhere. Maybe you do that and have a big... you, And then she comes home and the big party's there. Yeah. Of everyone being, like, congratulations. I mean, and, like, that's also the surprise. It's layers upon layers. Monica's not and then gonna it's going to be out for, mad if, like... This is just... It's just... I'm Rishi's just like, is not this when we say room. Maya Angelou's? <laughs> but is this when we say Maya Angelou's quote of when someone shows you who they are, believe them? <laughs> I'm so glad you brought Maya Angelou into this. <laughs> is that family karma? <laughs> that's, yes. I think that's exactly what's going on here. So you believe that if we're, if we're laying it out again, yep. then you believe he's not going to propose. His intention at this moment yeah. in this period of his life yeah. is that he believes you are worth a Dior bag, a motorized gondola, a woman who is wearing the out the red and striped shirt who comes out with like this wacky. <laughs> it's not wacky. That's so rude. But like this, this accent that is just not Italian. I thought it, again, yeah. I was so naive and I know I'm stuck on this. I thought she was going to be a, like an Italian well, it's, woman. I, that's not hard to believe. It's not like there aren't okay. plenty of Italian immigrants who live here who could easily have to or get someone who will fake it, you know, like just I know <laughs> it was wild. And then when she made them kiss going under oh, the bridge, that, it was so awkward. And the way they like were just staring at each other, drinking that non-alcoholic wine. Do you know what someone could do the whole scene and do like I I watched this a couple episodes of this show, but like do a curb your enthusiasm yeah. like soundtrack, <laughs> like the theme music, to like, like do 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 do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just like yes, because it was just I I feel bad saying that it was so embarrassing. It was embarrassing. It was and 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 I only say that not as a critique. But just as like, what do you want for this woman that you love with your whole heart? Yeah, right, right. Do you want to, when she's questioning, I everyone's going to think this is an engagement and you're encouraging her not to post. Yeah. Or saying who cares what everyone thinks. Read between the lines. This is what she thinks. Yeah. This is what she's, she's telling you. She's telling you. And I'm seeing expectations. I'm seeing a lot of comments from people being like, oh, why is she trying to push the timeline? It hasn't been that long. I'm like, girl, no, it has been girl, years. It's been years. It's been since four years, season one. I, Saw a picture of them on Instagram from 2015 having dinner together. Like, I don't think they've been dating that long, but this has been in the works for like, it's 2023, eight years. Mm. I mean, come And my on. thing is like, if it's not going to happen, like he does seem a little young and he's yeah. made it known that he just 
isn't sure that he wants this right now. And that's okay, Rishi, but but you got to get out of the relationship. I know. Like, it's not. You're dragging her down. And, you know, Monica, it's really interesting. Like, I feel like, so she's done some posts online recently where she's talked about, like, she's kind of in this new stage of life where, like, Mm. marriage and kids are not a priority for her. Okay. But I think, and I think she's saying that now that I... I it's very confusing what's going on. Someone DM me and Mm. said that Monica and Rishi were at Soho House getting cozy. And then someone else who I will not name who would know said, no, they're definitely not together. But I think now that I'm so I'm going to assume she's not with Rishi. She's now like Mm. I'm focusing elsewhere. Like sure, Mm -hmm. if a relationship comes along, that's great. But I think with Rishi, it was like we've been doing this for a while like, I need to know that you're committed, like that I'm not just wasting my time while I'm trying to do all these other things. <laughs> and when you say you're committed with a Dior bag, I mean, I just think <laughs> that's not I've commitment seen this pattern. Money does that's, not. That's a receipt. Yeah, that's ta- a credit card. receipt. Have I said this before on the podcast? If I have, I'm saying it again. Um, there, It's an unusually high number of marriages that fail that have a exceedingly high price on their wedding. So the more your wedding oh, costs, the more likely you are to get divorced, apparently. And not that I this is a wedding, it. but throwing money at a mm. I want to get engaged comment is like, you are just miss. It's like ships passing in the night type situation or motorized gondolas. Well, I think it's also <laughs> cannons firing off of one yeah. ship skyrocketing into the air making a banner that says i want a ring yeah. and the other ship just like kind of passing it and being, being like, like oh that's doo-doo. nice that's nice yeah like with captain crunch like just chomping on its crunch berries or whatever like in the other ship like we're like what are we doing what are we here? doing and and it's just like <sighs> your girl that's when i'm like not that he's playing her like who knows if he cheated or whatever but like, yeah that- you're kind of getting played on national TV. And she says that in her confessional, right? She's like, people are going to start telling me that I'm getting played at this point. And it's, and you could just see like the sadness Over in her year. eyes. Yeah. Like she, she was just disappointed. We were all disappointed. And this is when it starts to affect, like, I'm not saying it's going to, but it has the ability to affect someone's self efficacy. Yeah. Uh-huh. And like the way they are in the world, because you're telling this person that they are not worth it at this time yeah yeah absolutely and it's like it's not gonna change like anytime soon I you know I don't know if it's about Monica or it's about him not being at the right stage of his life or maybe a little bit of both I just it's not right and it's like it need they she needs to move on so I know I knew it wasn't gonna happen because it wasn't in the preview yeah like for this season on yeah Family oh Karma, yeah like showing a ring I was like stuff. they're not gonna get engaged because they usually show the kind of the highlighted yeah, moments yeah that's a good point that's a really good point um so I, and then of course hearing that they were no longer together I was like yeah she probably just kind of pulled out yeah or, I don't know okay other things that happened this episode so Vishal and Richa. <laughs> Uh, finally trying to get married at the courthouse. And Vishal, once again, does not read the fine print. They show up, I mean, full makeup, full glam situation. And they can't even get married because Vishal did not read the fine print. And he did not read anything for the prenup. I And this man is, see, this is... Okay, this is when it's hard <laughs> to watch someone who's been handed things. Yeah, uh-huh. Who has not, so, so to say, like stood on their own two feet. Yeah. Because I feel like when you've had to work for things yeah. and take care of yourself yeah. and navigate the world, yeah. at least my experience, you read fried print, you read a prenup. You read a prenup. You take care of things um, because... Um, someone's ability to skip through the world and just think that things are going to work out because they have been kind of taken care of because you know you work for your mom and yep 
you know, she gets you on deals. Like this is, I I, I don't mean to whatever, but this is what's so frustrating watching it as someone who's just not, doesn't work for their mom or not handed all these things. And no, I don't know. This is when I just get really frustrated. I think there's a gender piece to this too, um, which we see because we see Vishal's, the way he treats the prenup process versus the conversation Anisha, Richa, and Lopa auntie have. So is Lopa auntie a lawyer? Yeah, it sounds like she is. That's what I think, right? She does some sort of, yeah. I mean, I know Richa has, was a was a lawyer for a while. Oh, she's not a lawyer anymore. No, now I think she does like financial advising potentially. Okay. But, um, you know, it's kind of like, and even Vishal's this is mom also a, 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 is like no one, and he's never been through divorce. And when you're a child of yeah, divorce, you see it, and there you is know. no fucking way, yeah, you would do that. Well, and I think, sorry, I'm just ranting on Vishal. No, I mean, I think it's just interesting too what you're saying about like, like even Vishal's mom is like, you didn't read the prenup, like you should read it. Like women, I think are also at a disadvantage in a lot of ways in our overall society. And so they need to kind of like cross like their Like we eyes. make 70 cents on the dollar or 64 yeah. cents or whatever so it is. So we're yeah. kind of like a little more used to watching our backs when it comes to things like that. And we even have to watch our backs when we go through a parking lot at night. Yeah, right. So it's <laughs> <laughs> so of course, we're gonna so we're going to read the prenup. We're going to make sure yeah. it's what we want. Anisha says, yeah, I got a prenup and I didn't like it. So we had to change it. And, you know, um, I thought it was funny how Lopanti was essentially like, you need to get a lawyer, Anisha. <laughs> <laughs> like tell them what you want and they'll draft the language and that's that's it and get a lawyer when in doubt always get a lawyer is my advice yeah I mean if you want it done right I think that's absolutely right so um that was it was interesting just seeing what I was a little horrified by is like Vishal is a real estate person yeah. and real estate is just contracts it's fine print and it's contracts. And it just felt like the training wheels were on the bike. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like like if like the train like I saw the training wheels on his bike at that moment yeah. when I thought he was riding the bike without training wheels. And then you're like, oh, they're they they're still there. Yeah. Yes. No, no, no. They're rickening. You know how like yeah, the bike teetering. goes back and forth. On <laughs> yeah. It. yeah. It's like, oh, he's oh, because you're like, oh, look at him go. He's on a 10 speed. And then you realize it's like, oh, no, he's like on a bike with training wheels. Yep, absolutely. It was. um. It was interesting. <laughs> it's just like these life experiences. Like what are what are these life experiences that have been like he a little bit of coddling, you know what I mean? That yeah. he's just kind of naive to this sort of thing. Well, yeah, and you know, we're sort of seeing it with Brian too, like not knowing how to load his dishwasher and stuff. It's a different I type mean, of thing. What? But what were these people doing in their 20s? <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, living at home, having. Did you do your laundry when you went to college? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what was he doing? I Maybe he had a laundry service. Didn't you say your sister went to a school My that sister did. did laundry yeah. for them? So maybe that happened. Maybe he went to school near home. I mean, did you have home. a dishwasher? It's so wild. I mean. It's just like, I don't know. It's just like we have these like arrested development things. I mean, we're seeing it with Lisa a little bit too in a different manner. Yeah, but like Miami. Not to like gender specific, just Vishal and Brian. Yeah. I don't want to be like these people, these men. But I mean, I, I just am such like, and maybe it's just because I've always had to take care of myself and take care of these things. But like. Uh, do a do a little bit of a scan of yourself and like how you're getting through the world and check in with others to be like and if someone's like your room's a mess you don't know how to do the dishes if there are these life skills that are like in handbook 101 yeah. <laughs> get on top of that I like and, and also it's just a reminder to teach your kids like don't yeah have them do their laundry like my kids know how to do their laundry they do their laundry on the weekends really not alone but they yeah that's impressive they they bring it downstairs they uh, they go the pod they push the buttons yeah they know what to do yeah i mean i think um 
Darmonte was like, look it up on YouTube, <laughs> which is like, absolutely. These days, if you don't know how to load a dishwasher, there is a YouTube tutorial to show you how to do that. How hard is it to, but you put the pot in and then you push the button. You know, yeah, there's, it's, I don't know. There's, um, has Brian lived out of, have both of them lived outside of Florida? I don't know. It doesn't without, seem like, like a it. Little span. It seems like both of them have lived close to home. I mean, I don't know where either of them went to college, mm. but it's possible they both went to school like n- close enough. I mean, you hear about those people who like send their laundry home, you know, like for their, or like their parents go to freshman orientation, which is, I guess a new thing right now, which boggles my mind. Wait, what? Yeah. So right now it's like, um, parents will go to freshman orientation with their children. And like me, th- what the, my fuck? parents literally drop me at my apartment or my dorm room in New York city. Yeah, And they're like, bye bye. And stayed for, they were like, fuck off. Like, yeah. they were like, well, well, we'll see you like later. Well, I think that's also kind of like, an important thing. Like, how much do we need and to like, hold our kids' hands through everything? And like set and also calling them to wake up. I've heard of these stories, too, oh to wake God. up for class. Oh, my God. And making sure they're in class. OK, that is really I can't. Yeah, it's it's like really different. And also like emailing like teachers because my friend's a teacher at yeah. CU and she's like, you wouldn't no, believe the, the, the emails parents. I get from. Yeah, I mean, I think the entitlement well, of kids in in scholastic settings, especially in higher education these days, yeah, is like it's stuff that you and I would have never done. Like I could would have never written to a professor and challenged never. them on something. Or I've never had an extension in my undergrad, in my overgrad, or in my master's. Yeah, and it right seems now, like never extensions had are just run of the mill. Like my brother's a professor, and oh yeah, what is he say he has told me some really wild stories about kids and just how fucking stuck up they are truly and they just expect everything because they're entitled little pieces of shit (laughs) that's basically what it is it's so (laughs) wild because for at nyu i had a lot more homework and reading than i do now yeah in your current program yeah yeah we just and i i have don't get me wrong i have a ton now yeah but my papers at nyu were like 30 page papers like 35 page papers or whatever they were just so so many papers so they were just very much reading and writing yeah so much reading and (laughs) writing and like granted i was like a journalism major or whatever but compared to what right now and like just like People being like, we, and, and I complain too, we have so much work, so much work. But people will be like, I've never had this much work to do. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. It's just like, I think things have just been tailored so much to, you know, before you could get, grab the cliff notes yeah. and just kind of go through there, which I didn't really do. But um, now you can just go online. Oh, uh, well, you and can watch do someone give a video, YouTube tutorial of a whole textbook. <laughs> you can have Chat GPT, the like AI thing. I know. Write a paper for you if you want. I mean, it's a and different that hurts world. my heart as a journalist. Yeah. That hurts my fucking heart because it's like the written word and people just not reading books. Yeah, you know, is just dying. Yeah, it's dying, and people are not reading articles. That's why my profession is in the diarrhea toilet. And it's just be curious and and look at all forms is like what I think. Absolutely. I mean, I think that there are things about previous educational systems that are antiquated and need to go but I think there are things that 100%. we've lost thank you for pointing but that. I think there are like things that are being lost. like think of your undergrad because your your undergrad was definitely not a fucking walk in the park. no there's no it way was, I mean I worked really hard in school and I think and I'm not saying that these kids aren't working hard but it's like no and we're not expectations it was just like I have an assignment and I need to do it or like I have a test I'm gonna take it like take it and I'm gonna like listen to my professor and I'm not gonna push I'm not gonna like send my professor an email at 9am and be like I need to meet with you at 915 and expect them to be available like honestly my brother has told me stories like that like the expectations of him Mm -hmm. by the students I don't know if it's Mm. because like they feel like they're paying for it or like what's going on but it's like it's weird and (laughs) and relating it back to the show like 
I think that more well, and, and more. Well, and I think also just to toot our own horn, yeah. back in the day, you went to the library to go like research stuff. Yeah, and you had to look up And the you stuff. got a stack of books, <laughs> yeah. like a literal stack of books, and you had to go through yeah. it. And there was no just clicking on shit. No. And that's why I think it's like we live in this immediate gratification yeah. society mm-hmm. where everything needs to happen yesterday. And if it didn't happen yesterday, then it needs to happen five seconds ago. I think texting is a real problem too. <laughs> and texting and 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 my thing is is just what what I am learning about being a therapist is people are not even in the moment like there's we're not even in the moment because our brains are somewhere else yeah. and we're so detached from ourselves yeah and anxiety is at a halt all-time high mm-hmm. stress is at an all-time high suicides at an all-time high depression's at an all-time high yeah and there's obviously a lot of factors going into it, but we're not checking in with ourselves. We're not being here. We're not like sitting down and like being like kind of like, okay, I'm going to like take this this moment yeah. and be realistic and blah, blah, blah. And I just feel like it's just like all this mush of just like stop and take a moment, take a deep breath, mm-hmm. evaluate what you have to do and go forward. Yeah, you know, totally. Yeah, like Vishal, read the and prenup. And what are expectations? <laughs> read, and, and that's the skimming, like read the prenup, read the instructions. Yeah. And, and like, you're going to read an instruction to put together an Ikea table. Yeah. Can you not read the instructions to put together, like your to sign a marriage Like license? a major part of your life, like forever, that affects yeah. you and, and, your, and your spouse and your future children, like all of these things. And, you know, there's one way you could look at it, which is like Vishal is just so positive about his relationship with Richa and all of this and whatever. But it's like, no, this is just stupid, like and lazy. Like, just read the fucking prenup. It's stu- yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> thank you for Vishal, pointing we that love out. you. But read the prenup. Um, OK, so then the priestess. OK, so. The priestess that Amrit. This was tough for me to watch. This was really just really tough for me to watch. Okay, tell me why it was tough for you to watch. The more it goes on, the more I'm team Nicholas. Yeah, I see him flailing. I see him flailing and I see the it's it feels like a little bit of a runaway train. The the whole wedding planning process and and his parents like I thought it was disrespectful that he the the mom asked I forget her name asked um that it's a priest right is am I allowed to call it a priest she said um priestess they were calling her priestess but the remember when the mom asked the other priest oh Levine yes Levine auntie said I talked to another priest and he said he wouldn't do it and Nicholas was like oh I did you know and and she didn't even register like on his face the hurt yes I am 100% with you on that one this is not his it is his wedding because he's involved with it and he's a part of it and he's planning stuff. But I don't know. It's just it it just feels like they are just conducting. I don't want to say controlling because controlling, I feel like, is like yeah. more aggressive. Yeah. Uh, it just feels like they're in the conductor seat. Yes. And he's a passenger. I think that's so true. And um I think maybe he like agreed to things without understanding what they would be and mm. and and that's okay like to be like well this is my wedding and what I thought it was going to be is not actually what it's yes, turning out to be and I want to make changes and I absolutely thought it was not okay for her to have done that like and even if she did I don't think she should have sh- she shouldn't have done it. She shouldn't have shared it with them. You know, like the priestess, like, because the sense I got is like they chose this woman not just because she's the only person that would marry them, but because they really were aligned in terms of mm. like ideals and morals and what they mm-hmm. want for their wedding ceremony. And she she was so lovely and so on point yeah. with them. And relaxed and just... And like, we'll do what you want to do. And like, how can we make this your day and make it feel like right for you and 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 just even when he was talking about the scripture I could just feel like him fighting for that a little bit yeah and I mean I think just I would have been he shouldn't have to fight for stuff like that if I I would have been living if I had if this had happened to me and Patrick's mom we were planning a wedding and she said, oh, I reached out to this other like person to officiate your ceremony. I would have been so mad. Who who has been 
there was the same one who said he would not marry them and she reached out to him again anyway it's just it it was it was hard it was like wow i she's so she's been so supportive in so many ways to see her do this i was like wow okay now we're seeing like you said a little bit more of what nicholas is up against and and i don't i don't want to like bash her because no. i feel like no it came one's from a like place of love her. it came from a place and no one's and no one's saying you gotta stop like you gotta like 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 okay yeah like get out of the conductors go into the passenger seat yeah. because amrit you know is very much like they are they need to be present for xyz yeah. but it seems like you know amrit's the only one not for you know being like they need to be present yeah whereas like nicholas is like you know let's do let's just have you and i yeah like i wish i was a little shocked and granted i'm not south asian that they came to that the meeting with the priestess i was i was a little like oh me too i would and well and i think amrit said like and this also wouldn't have sat well with me he was like this is this ceremony is for my parents. And I'm like, then why the fuck are you doing it? If it's not for uh, yes. you, then why are you doing I it? Agree. You know, like and Amrit is not seeing Nicholas and his needs in this moment. And what's really interesting yeah. is so before this episode, there are a bunch of like live Instagrams that were done with different parts of the cast. And I caught some of them. And one of the questions for Amrit and Nicholas was like, what was like one of the highlights of the season for you? And Amrit said it was like seeing our um, mandap, which is like the area that they get married for the first time and how beautiful it mm. was and special. And Nicholas said, which I thought was really telling, was his favorite moment was when they returned to their hotel room after the wedding mm-hmm. and had that first moment as a couple by themselves. Oh and I think gosh, that says so, so much. And I think it really yeah. like highlights Nicholas's priorities around this wedding and 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 wanting it to be about them and not necessarily like everything Amrit's family wants and needs. I mean... People have different perspectives and on this. And I hope this. you don't feel like, yeah. And 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 I come from a place just from my own experience. I had a break away from. Yeah. I was the first, like, not to. Um, this isn't bragging because I still feel a lot of like I don't feel shame, but it's a weight that I'll carry with me forever that my family put on me, like as someone who didn't get married in the church that they were brought up in that I was expected to get married in and I was expected to have a priest and I was expect, I was like, you know, I was, I think the first one Mm -hmm. Bianco that wasn't married in a church. I wasn't even confirmed. So I couldn't get married in the church, but like I, and I know it's hard to break away from tradition and especially what your parents want. And like, the com the long conversations that I had to have with my dad over and over and over and over again yeah. and still have yeah, to yeah. about like this is about Andrew and I and Andrew's atheist. Um, but this does not serve us. Yeah. And this is not about you. Yeah. And this is not about the 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 religion that has been passed down for generations since our old country in Italy. Mm-hmm. It it's that makes it so much harder to watch of like I I I just like I just I know those conversations are hard to to get the tradition and stuff out of it when you both want that but I feel like Amrit doesn't you know what I mean is not on Nicholas's page per se I think and we talked about this in a previous episode I think Amrit is at a crossroads I'm not saying he's not on his yeah of needing to prioritize the new family he's starting versus the one that he grew up in a little bit. And, and he's not quite there yet. And to him, it's not a big deal that his, that they're doing the ceremony for his parents. He's not seeing that Nicholas is like, no, the ceremony is for us. I want us to say vows. I want to say I do like, you know, there's, there's no right way in any of these things, but they are not seeing eye to eye in what they want for this wedding. And so, and yeah, I do believe I am from the thought though, um, that it should be for the couple. It's, (laughs) it's my partner over my parents. You get to a certain, because my partner is the father of my children, which they don't have that yet. Yeah. And this is just my own belief and it's not for everyone. Yeah. Um, it's always me and my partner because we're we're in the trench. Yeah. 
my parents are my dad's not in the trench you know what I mean and so therefore it's like I protect my partner and I've just oh Andrew and I've always had our relationship that way of like I got your back you got my back because you're going to come this is just the first of many obstacles with parents with in-laws that's going to come up and I think I just I I think does that make sense I'm not trying to sound heartless I'm just like Andrew over everyone no and I think that's how you are and that's how you've been able to be I don't think Amrit is in that headspace yeah and that's what and I don't want to say this works for everyone but but this is why we watch reality shows if I can add because it's like you're seeing someone else's experiences in real time and I think it's like I'm not judging him I'm more like We've been there yes. like we we understand to a certain degree because I know I don't want to say your stuff but like you know we've had to you go into this place where it's like your blood yeah. is sometimes like there's things that were working before that are not working with you and your partner yeah. as a partnership. Yeah no absolutely I I said this and I want to just be like Amrit I get it like I got you like I get it like I totally get how hard that tie yeah. like to do that does that make no, sense? No it's absolutely like I think, and he even expressed it in a past episode. Like, I... I hope you don't feel like I'm being critical of him. Because no. Because I, I do love him. I, But I'm glad you said he, he is totally at a crossroads. He's at a crossroads. And, and, he's, and he, he said that in so many words in another episode. He said, I need to start, you know, I, ha- I feel all this, like, indebtedness to my parents for what they've done for me and everything. But I also need to consider the needs of my partner and this new family that I'm starting. And it's just, it's a shift. And it's a shift that people I make. I think it's hard yeah. also because, like, you, you get into this, um, this also I'm sure he's thought about, like, they're older, you know, their time on this planet, not to sound dark, but like, and this is for them because it's like, it is a celebration to show this, this is not a milestone for in my life, but it's a milestone in in their later years. And I, I, I'm just trying to like be on his side. I understand how that is a factor, you know? Well, how many people do we see who end up letting their parents dictate so much of how their wedding will go. I think this happens across all cultures. Their life yeah. even. It doesn't, you know, and I'm not saying this is happening for them, but you see people and it's like, yeah. get the bird out of your ear. Well, I think what's interesting about all of this is like, Amrith, Nicholas has gone through a painful process of separating himself mm. from his family already. And Amrith has not done that. And can I just say, as someone in the gr- my grief class he's grieving that yeah mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah. and I think that when you have that with a parent of what he experienced Nicholas yeah. people don't understand that grief no and 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 he's gone through a lot of that and um and so he wants to focus now on this new chapter in his life is this mm. relation it's not a new relationship but this new yeah new chapter with a new family and Amrith is still stuck in two places. And it's not that he needs to like let go of his the family he was born mm. into and like treat them badly and cut them out of things or whatever. No. But it's like the priorities when it comes to your wedding, you know, for me. Yeah. What would you do? I know you're not married, but. If I were to have a wedding tomorrow, like after being with Patrick for 15 years and we have two kids and all of this, you know, it's like I would want it to be about us. Like what else is there? Would you have done that in your 20s before kids and like. <sighs> I would like to think so. But honestly, I don't know. Yeah. You know, yeah. circumstances are so different Amrith did say his parents are really helping out a lot financially which we know I know and I thought about that and I thought about his parents possibly like helping out with uh the baby and financing I- IVF and stuff like that yeah and I mean these are things that it sounds is it called IVF if it's too it's called surrogacy it is well, IVF okay but it, there is IVF done? I think so. Like there would be okay, okay. like eggs I don't would be like retrieved. It. Well, I think so. I think there are different and, ways and, to do surrogacy. I'm not sure what they all okay. are. Um, but yeah, I mean. But there's that weight too with Nicholas yeah. is like the perspective of them helping them have a child. Yeah. 
I mean, and so it's like you don't want to piss them off. It <laughs> sounds like the financial help is mostly just for the wedding. That's the sense okay. I got, and that Amrit was kind of like, I need to finance the the like surrogacy okay. thing if we're gonna do that, but. It's a, it's all complicated when money gets involved in weddings exactly. from parents. I've seen this so many times. It, be, it it can get ugly, you know? Can I recommend, and again, I maybe I'm a hothead because I did yeah. this. I paid for half of my, my wedding was like, I think it was seven grand mm-hmm. total. Which is impressive. And I paid, thir- I paid 30. Well, we got married under in a hopa. Like also we got a hopa, which is Jewish, yeah. but... Uh, on the bridge or underneath the broken bridge. But like, I recommend, you know, I let my dad pay 3,500 for it. Mm. And then I paid, we paid the other 3,500. I paid for my wedding dress. Cause I was like, I'm doing this yeah. on my standards yeah. with my wallet. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I know like not everyone can do that and you want more money. But like when, like you said, when money, I've always been aware of how money can, can change relationships and stuff like that. And power is with money. That's why I was like, no one's going to have power over this. Yeah, you know? totally. Did you feel like... But I understand like, not everyone want that. Did you feel like your dad had any power considering he like no. helped for... You were like, this is a no strings attached situation if you give us this. Yeah, because... Yeah, because like what could he... What did he have power with 3500 He paid for... Yeah. The dinner. Yeah. And but and then we paid also for our, our party the week after with all of our friends and family. We paid for not for family, but with all of our friends, yeah. we paid for the whole thing with that. And that didn't even include that. Well, I'm just saying that. Yeah. And that's good. I just like for anyone out there who's like going through this now, you know, and you're thinking of tens of thousands yeah. of dollars and you're like, this is getting complicated. There are ways yeah. to make it special and small and and contribute to like I don't know, but maybe I, I don't know. You know That's what Monica said on one of her Instagram things was like she wouldn't want to shell out money for a wedding at this point. Like wow. she doesn't think it's worth it. We're seeing her like she's the Miranda Hobbs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she is like, do you know what I it's mean? It's a whole new Monica. Like Miranda has my favorite, one of my favorite trajectories of everyone any like character and sex in the city is so fucking problematic yeah am i excited for season two and just like that yes i am yes we like, can Miranda acknowledge Hops. all of those things yes yeah. like her storyline like it's just like she is so set on her ways Miranda. yeah right she's a lawyer she wants to be partner she doesn't she want to like her alone time she's focused on her job yeah. she likes her alone job or alone time excuse me and monica is like it's they're not similar personalities but it was like monica the way she started the season or the whole show yeah. to now yeah. well it's so similar you could see monica in the beginning as a charlotte right like the i oh, want oh wow no yeah. really <laughs> she wants okay yes oh my god and then she was so charlotte and then bali's charlotte had Bally's to change samantha change course too you know she did kind of end up with what she, she had wanted. a great trajectory too though she did she did i feel like monica though it's really she's really coming She's really like blossoming, I feel like, out of She really what, is. Her renaissance, her Beyonce absolutely. renaissance. Is just totally I'm so happy. thrilled for her. And that just is like I it makes me so happy because I think also with the housewives we're seeing it with Lisa. Yeah. You see these women's personalities, these females personalities tied up and being attached to these men. Yeah. And things that they want that is thrown out to you from society, like marriage, children. Mm-hmm big wedding blah 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 and then it's like you see someone like lisa on miami and it's like you get all that and then then it's like yeah or like with monica it's like in miranda it's just like life listen and for people that are really young yeah you have this blueprint of the way you think that your life is gonna go is going to go and you don't know shit burn that you don't know shit wipe (laughs) bring that to the toilet and wipe your ass with it because like that's not gonna happen You know, like, 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 you know, and I don't mean to say Bali, but like Bali thought things were going to work out and, and we're all Bali. Yeah. Yes. You, you just like land on your feet somehow. Yeah. And you keep and you moving. either blossom like Bali or Monica. Yeah. And I, what the fuck was that in the trailer? Uh, which part? Bali was like, my parents kicked oh, me out. So. Is that for real or is that not real? Okay. Well, 
so we saw the conversation with her mom and her mom's like, so what's your plan? <laughs> like, when are you leaving the house, essentially? And Bali's like, uh, you told me to come here. And Bali's mom's now like, you need to move in with O'Malley. So that's kind of like the next thing. But we interviewed Bali earlier this season and it sounds like she's moving all over the place these days. I mean, I see on her Instagram that she's in Louisville a lot of the time with O'Malley. Mm -hmm. So for all intents and purposes, she's moved in with him, right? Like, I think that's what's going on. But I think she also spends a lot of time in Miami. I think she goes to New York often to be with Anushka, her daughter. Like, she's living, I don't know. And like, no judgments about Who that. Cares? Yeah. And I'm like, like that works you know for what? you. Sounds nice. Yeah. And it's like she's on FaceTime with O'Malley all night, every night. <laughs> Don't ever forget that. Oh Don't God. ever forget I love that. that. But Bali was just like, okay, time for us to or Bali's that mom's like, get out of the house. So I guess that's what's happening with her. Um Can I also like um say that you know, I think that I just want to reiterate that Bali's journey is just such a fresh a breath air. Yeah. Wait. A breath of fresh yeah. air. Fuck. I'm like having a dead like I, I was up all night last night. You know when you're up all night and like, <sighs> well, you know, when your neurons aren't like connecting anything. Yeah. Because you're tired as fuck. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry so you didn't it's just sleep. Like, that sucks. You know, it's like sleep. I feel like sleep comes and goes. Is that okay to yeah, say? Yeah, I think a lot of people could relate to that. How are you sleeping right now? Oh, you know, I'm out like a light because I have a newborn. Oh. And I'm just tired all the time. How was last night? Oh, but he sleeps really well, so I really shouldn't complain. He just wakes up earlier than I probably would. But, I mean, I put him to bed, you know, around 7 o'clock. He sleeps until mm. like six in the morning. That's so wild. It's a good he's for him. the best baby. I love my baby. I love him. Um so it's a so I'm just looking. I'm I have to bounce Oh shit. Kind of right now. I'm so sorry. No, um, it's okay. But we covered a lot of ground. I just want to remind people that the conversation continues. It does continue. On um, family karma, family karma cast with a K. Oh my god, I've been doing this podcast for three years. Because <laughs> we do need to talk about Anisha and Brian and the disagreement at Holy and Auntie Brian, um, which maybe we can discuss on the Patreon when we record next week. So join us there. Yes. Tell your friends. Sorry we missed review. Um, recapping everything this week, but we'll do more. And um, sorry, it's also a later episode this week. As we said, it has just been a lot lately. Um, but we thank you all for listening. Join us on Patreon. Rate and review. Thanks for listening. Namaste, bitches. Namaste, bitches.